0: Hello, thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to West Side Ministry San Diego with me, Ginger Cancino. We are also broadcasted on 1340 Family AM 107.5 The Lighthouse FM. It is so great that you have joined. We are doing a study on future events that will occur because it's written. In God's Word and God's Word is true from cover to cover so it will occur and I'm reading from my book from rebellion to redemption and in the last um, The last part that we recorded we were talking about how the United States has lost its Christian values and like Solomon When you let other gods in your kingdom that very kingdom will fall that can be the kingdom of the United States because if you have had U.S. history, you understand that the United States of America was founded on Christian values, um, or it could be your personal walk with Christ. If you allow other gods into your life, other things that occupy your time, we're all guilty of, of doing things that occupy our time uh, versus doing things for God. So we have to be careful, we have to have a balance in our life to make sure that we're not watching too much TV, or we're not playing too many games, or we're not reading too many non-Christian books, but that we are, we're having a balance in our life where we are focusing on God, but we also get to enjoy our hobbies too. God wants us to enjoy life, but we need our main focus to be on Christ, The gospel will be preached over the whole world and then the end will come. This prophecy was impossible until the World Wide Web was released in 1990. Now our local news can tell you what is going on clear across the world. You get immediate alerts on your smartphone that that there is breaking news somewhere in the world. You can watch live footage of Paris, China, or Russia as issues unfold before the internet, It would have been pretty impossible to reach the whole world with the gospel, but now it is not There are a few remote tribes where missionaries will still have to travel on foot, but for the most part Everyone has a television a computer and access to the internet There are a few very few people in the world that do not have this access, but for the most part the gospel can be spread much easier all over the world through the internet. We're going to read Revelations 11, 1 through 10. And it says, Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple, and do not measure it. For it has been given to the Gentiles, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two two lampstands standing before God, before the God of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. And if anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. These have the power to shut heaven so that no rain falls in the days of their prophecy. And they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all plagues as often as they desire. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. And their bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt where also our lord was crucified then those from the peoples tribes tongues and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their bodies to be put into graves and those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them make merry and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwelled on the earth the two witnesses mentioned in these scriptures have long been debated on who they might be. Most Christians go with Elijah because he did not die a physical death as he was taken up into a chariot of fire as stated in Second Kings 2, 9-12, through which says, when they have crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what can I do for you before I am taken from you. Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise it will not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire Appeared and separated the two of them and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind Elisha saw this and cried out my father my father the chariots and the horsemen of Israel and Elisha saw him no more and then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two Because Elijah was taken to heaven and never died physically. He is believed to be one of the two witnesses the second man believed to be one of the two witnesses is Enoch. When in Genesis 5:21 through 24 says this: When Enoch had lived 65 years he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters altogether. Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him. If you notice in Genesis 5, 5, it will say altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years and then he died. If you look throughout Genesis 5, many died, but only one was referred to as God took him and that was Enoch. He did not die a physical death, just like Elijah did not die a physical death and his body lay in the ground. Both men were raptured out of the world, never tasting a physical death. That is why these two men are the most popular at being speculated to be the two witnesses in Revelation because the Bible says it's a, it's appointed unto man to die once and then the judgment. God can obviously send anyone he wishes to be the two witnesses, but these two are the only two men in the Bible who have never died, but were caught up and taken to heaven. In Revelation, it also states these two witnesses will be killed and left in the streets for three days, three and a half days for all the world to see. Everyone will tune in to their local news to see these two men lying in the streets dead. Everyone can and will see these witnesses because of the internet and satellites that we have orbiting our earth. This prophecy can now be fulfilled when it could not 50 years ago. These are not the only signs that you will see when the end is nearing. As Daniel 12 4 says, Be thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end, and many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. From the Garden of Eden until the night until the 1900 there was no increase in knowledge everyone still rode a horse grew their own crops in the 1900s cars were invented which made travel faster and easier than riding a horse traveling on a horse may have took you weeks where driving a car only takes you days or hours communication was very hard for people to do across the states we had the U.S. Postal Service or smoke signals in the eighteen thirties and eighteen forties Morse code was created and started the telegraph communication. Some countries would have huge piles of wood on cliff tops to communicate with the neighboring communities. They would light these huge piles to create a fire that could be seen for miles. The first mobile phone was invented on april 3rd 1973 by motorola employee martin cooper this invention was ingenious and we can call anyone anywhere in the world on our cell phones while shopping at the mall yes we had telephones that were in our homes but it is the cell phone that took that really took technology to new heights in Zechariah fourteen twelve, it says and this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet and their eyes shall consume away in their holes and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth when you read this prophecy in Zechariah you know immediately that there has never been a plague to come upon the earth like this one. While one person is standing on their feet, the flesh will consume away and the eyes will rot in their sockets. This is exactly what happens with a nuclear bomb blast. If you've never seen a video of a nuclear Blast I encourage you to look it up on YouTube it is definitely not for the faint of heart. The Manhattan Project was what started <clears throat> the creation of the atomic bomb. on August 6, 1945, a five-ton bomb was dropped over the Japanese city of Hiroshima. A blast that had the power of 15,000 tons of TNT reduced four square miles of the city to ruins and immediately killed 80 thousand people before 1945 this prophecy could not be fulfilled but now it can and it will in the near future the rebirth of israel is another prophecy we will look at in scripture especially in isaiah 66 verse 8 who has ever heard of such things who has ever seen things like this can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment. Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives birth to her children. And in Ezekiel 36 verses 24 through 32, it says, for I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols I will cleanse you a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and because you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land that I that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will also give, save you from all your uncleanliness, and I will call for the corn, and I will increase it, and lay no famine on you. And I will multiply the fruit of the tree and increase of the field, that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. Then shall ye remember your own evil ways and your and your doings that were not good, and shall loathe yourself in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations. Not for your sakes do I do I this, saith the Lord God, be it known unto you, be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Israel became a nation in in may fourteenth nineteen forty eight that day started a pilgrimage of Jews headed back to Israel. Jewish people from all countries are making their way back to their ancestry ancestors' homeland. This was prophesied in Ezekiel to happen in the last days. Israel reported in 2014 they saw a 10-year high in the number of Jewish immigrants to Israel. The total number in 2014 was 26,500 Jews returning to their homeland. Nearly 30,000 Jews migrated back to Israel in 2015. That number is expected to rise in 2016. Some are running from war-torn areas, but others are coming from the United States. They are not going back to Israel for fear of their lives. They are returning because they want to. We are going to stop there for today. Those are some prophecies that will be fulfilled and are being fulfilled, especially with uh, the Jewish people returning to Israel. And we will continue this study in the next podcast. And I, I just thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at westsideministries at cox.net. You can look us up on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, though we mainly work through our Facebook. But you can message through Facebook. Any prayer requests, any questions, any concerns. Just feel free to message me, and I would be more than happy to help you in your journey with Christ. You know, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we are here for one another. We are here to encourage. We are here to push. We are here to help. And I enjoy that so much, and I need that sometimes myself. I have mentors that I turn to, and I I ask questions that I don't quite understand. No one is ever going to know all that there is to know about the Bible even studying for 40, 50, 60 years because there are hidden, mini, mini, if I can speak, hidden mysteries in the Bible that God reveals to people that he chooses to reveal them to. But we aren't going to know everything about the Bible. When we get to heaven, we're going to know everything. We're going to understand everything. But while we're here on earth, we need each other's help to take this journey with christ so that we can end up in heaven for all eternity that is the goal is to make it to heaven and take as many people with us that we can so spread the gospel with your life spread the gospel with christ's light that shines through you spread the gospel through your happiness through your gentleness through your kindness through your love to others and spread the gospel through speaking to other people. I'm the type of person that I like to show Christ to other people. I've had people tell me they want what I have and I tell them it's Christ. It's not me. I enjoy leading people to Christ and helping them in their journey by mentoring and discipleship to get them to to go up into levels that god would have them to go to you know we all have to go through a period of pressing and a period of of breaking apart and and remolding because god is making us into who he's created us to be because when we are in our sinful nature we are not thinking about what christ wants in our lives we're thinking about what do we want to do where are we going to go But when we accept Jesus Christ in our life, he has to press out all that worldly stuff that we've gathered in there for years and years and years. He has to put us in the fire and he has to mold and shape us the clay that we are. We are the clay. He is the potter. But when we go through these trials, they are not fun at all. But when we go through them, He is with us always and he sends people into our lives to help push us and encourage us and and help us in the journey that he has for us. And what he has for us is so much more amazing and wonderful than we could ever imagine. So the trials that we must go through to be who God wants us to be is so worth it in the end you may not think that when you're going through the trial you may feel like you're in the desert and god has just left you there to die but he has not he has not so it doesn't matter what you're going through today god is still with you he is still moving you forward you may have you may think that you have failed him to the point that he will never hear you again and that is so wrong because his love is unconditional and and it's hard for us to understand that here on this earth because most love on the earth is conditional, but God's is unconditional. As long as you repent, as long as you keep moving forward and trying to do what he has called you to do, he will mold you and he will shape you. And one day you will be ready to step in that full destiny that he has for you. Do not give up. Your destiny is right around the corner. The door that he's opening is right around the corner. The the. that he has for you is right around that corner. Do not give up. Do not give in. Do not stop serving God because you're getting pressed a little harder. Maybe he needs to press you a little bit harder because there's a little bit of the world still deep down in your heart. And so he presses just a little bit more to make that rise to the top so that he can, can pull it out of your heart and remove it. Do not give up on God. I would rather go through hell on earth with him than go through it without him. Because the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Which means whether you're a Christian or a non-believer, you're going to have hard times come into your life. You're going to have trials and struggles that could break you. If you don't have Christ, I would rather go through it with Christ than to go through it by myself because if I went through some of the things I've went through by myself, it probably would have broke me as a person. But Christ has strengthened me. He has raised me higher in the levels. He has told me that to keep moving forward, to keep putting one foot in front of the other, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't matter if it feels like that leg is 50 pounds and you're trying to pick it up and put it in front of the other leg. Just keep doing that because in the end, it is so worth it. God has plans for you that is greater than you could ever imagine or think for yourself. Don't doubt what he has for you and don't stop serving him because you're being pressed or you're being or you've been going through trials and tribulations for a while. Sometimes they last for years. But with Christ, he will give you grace every day. There are days that sometimes I feel like I am about to let go Of that piece of rope that I have and I'm hanging over the cliff and I'm like, Oh Lord, help me. And the and, and I always get grace for the next day. Every day, God gives us grace to make it through that day. Every day. Don't ever give up. Don't ever turn loose of your lifeline to Christ. Because going through something with him is so much better than going through it without him. And you know, some people will say, how do you know that there is a God? How do you know that there is a God? Well, I personally know that there is a God because he has shown me prophetic things that have come to pass. He has told me prophetic things that I have told other people. He has, he has, he has been real to me, real to me. So I know he's real. But for some people who haven't experienced that yet, you may say, how do I know God's real? Well, I would rather live as though there is a God and find out that there isn't then to live as though there is not a God and find out that there is because if I live as though there is a God my life is blessed I've got joy and peace and love that's abundant in my life and no matter what I'm going through he always gives me strength and grace for that day so if I die and there is no God I have lived a good rich life loving life on this earth touching people making people smile showing happiness spreading the love of God but if I don't have God and I die in my sinful worldly nature and find out that there is a God then I'm going to hell so to me I'd rather serve God than not because in the end If there is no God, then you'll fall asleep and everything will be dark. Your soul and your spirit will be gone. But if there is a God, you're going to live in hell for all eternity. And I truly know that there is a God. And when you serve Christ and you have a a very strong Supportive, loving relationship from him. It's very intimate. You're spending time with him in prayer. You're spending time worshiping him. You're spending time reading the book. He is going to talk to you and reach out to you in ways that you never thought possible. You're going to have confirmations or signs from him. You could have dreams and visions from him. He could speak to your spirit. It is so wonderful and amazing so I know that there is a God but for you out there that think how do I know that there is a God serve him serve him and then you'll know for sure that there is a God serve him with your whole heart go to church read the Bible pray worship Don't be on the fence. Don't be a fence rider. Don't be one of these that serves him on Sunday and then acts like whatever they want to Monday through Saturday. You're not going to experience God that way. But when you truly serve him with your whole heart and have an intimate relationship with him, he is going to reveal himself to you in so many amazing ways that you will never doubt If there is a God, because you will know with all your heart that there is. I thank you so much for listening. And again, you've been listening to West Side Ministries, San Diego's podcast. And if you want to reach us again, West Side Ministries at Cox.net or West Side Ministries, San Diego, Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube channel. Again, we mainly work through Facebook. But reach out to me if you have any questions or prayers, prayer list, uh, concerns that you want prayed about. I would love to hear from you. And again, thank you so much for listening and God bless.